Have you heard about global warming? How about global cooling? So what's the difference between the two? I know, I know. It's like warming versus cooling, but what's going to happen? Is it going to be global warming or global cooling? Anyway, let's find out. Right, so what I've read online, it says, Global warming refers to the long-term rise in the average temperature of the Earth's climate system and its related effects, primarily caused by human activities such as emission of greenhouse gases, and then this leads to change in the global climate, including rising sea levels more frequently and intense heat waves and more intense and frequent extreme weather events. It's um, so deep. Addressing global warming requires reducing emissions of greenhouse gases and transition to renewable energy resources. So it's a little bit like devastating. But the rate of temperature rise in the last century has been approximately 0.8% or sorry, not percent, 0.8 degrees Celsius, or that is 1.4 degrees Fahrenheit, and is projected to continue to increase in the coming decades. The Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, or IPCC, projects a temperature increase of 1.5 degrees Celsius to 4.5 degrees Celsius, or that's approximately like about 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit to 8.1 degrees Fahrenheit by the end of this century. So, which means, depending on the future emissions levels and other factors, that will be the rise. And then, this rise in temperature is causing significant impacts on the Earth's ecosystems, including melting of glaciers and polar ice, and then rising sea levels, which I did mention earlier, and more frequent intense heat waves. We we will be having droughts and extreme weather events. So, kind of like, those will be the the extreme outcome. The Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, or IPCC, is it is a scientific body who established or was established by the United Nations in 1988 to provide the world with a clear scientific view on the current state of knowledge in climate change and its potential environmental and socio-economic impacts. So that's the role of IPCC. So the IPCC produces comprehensive assessment reports on climate change, which provides the latest scientific and technical information to policymakers and the public. So the IPCC does not conduct its own research, but rather assesses and synthesizes the latest scientific findings from peer-reviewed literature. So IPCC findings are widely considered the most authoritative source of information on climate change and have been used as a basis for international negotiations on the the issue and Paris Agreement. So on the issue. And then the Paris Agreement is an international treaty signed in 2016 under the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, UNFCCC, with the goal of limiting global temperature rise to well below 2 degrees Celsius and above pre-industrial levels and pursuing efforts to limit it to the up to 1.5 degrees celsius so the paris agreement aims to strengthen the ability of countries to deal with the impacts of climate change 
and to mobilize the necessary financial resources. It also seeks to enhance cooperation among nations to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and strengthen the resilience to the impacts of climate change. So as of 2021, nearly all countries in the world have signed the Paris Agreement, and many are taking actions domestically to reduce their emissions and transition to a low-carbon economy. The Paris Agreement is seen as a critical step in the global effort to address climate change and ensure a more sustainable future for all. So we have the following effects, which um, suddenly just put more context to that detail. The effects of global warming on humans are widespread and potentially catastrophic. Some of the most significant impacts include heat waves and extreme weather events, so leading to increased heat-related deaths and damage to infrastructure. Sea level rise resulting in flooding of coastal cities and loss of land and homes for millions of people. And then changes in the distribution of disease, such as spread of mosquitoes carrying malaria and dengue fever to new areas. Changes in food production with declines in crop yields in some regions and an increase in the risk of famine. There will be impacts on water supplies, including droughts, reduced snowpack, and increased water scarcity in some regions, or perhaps some countries as well. And then displacement of people from their homes and increased migration, leading to increase in social and political instability. So those are the six potential effects. So again, we don't know yet what's going to happen once we're in that situation. So overall, global warming possesses major threat on human health, security, and well-being and requires immediate and sustained action to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and slow its progression. With the impacts of global warming, such as rising temperatures, sea level rise, and increased frequency of extreme weather events, the risk, these are the risks to human societies and ecosystem. In Wikipedia, the definition of global cooling is, it is a conjecture, especially during the 1970s, of imminent cooling of the earth, culminating in a period of ex- extensive glaciation due to the cooling effects of aerosols or orbital forcing. Some press reports in the 1970s speculated about continued cooling. This did not accurately reflect the scientific literature of the time, which was generally more concerned with warming from an enhanced greenhouse effect. So that's the definition from Wikipedia. And I am reading an article here about global cooling and it is dated June 22nd, 2015 from uh, Fox News. This is what it says. Contrary to the commonly held scientific conclusion that the Earth is getting warmer, Dr. Don East- Easterbrook, Emeritus Professor of Geology at Western Washington University and author of more than 150 peer-reviewed papers, has unveiled evidence for his prediction that global cooling is coming soon. Rather than global warming at a rate of 1 Fahrenheit per decade, reco- uh, records of past natural cycles indicate there may be global cooling for the first few decades of the 21st century to about uh, 2030, said Eastbrook speaking at the scientific panel discussion with the climatologists. This, he says, will likely be followed by global warming 
from about 2030 to 2060, which will be then be followed by another cooling spell from 2060 to year 2090. Another uh, section here that says global warming is over, at least for a few decades. Easterbrook told conference attendees, however, the bad news is that global cooling is even more harmful to humans than global warming and costs for even greater concern. Conversely, the impacts of global cooling would depend on the scientific scenario, So, but generally, this would likely include cooling temperatures, changes in precipitation patterns, and impacts on ecosystems and human activities. However, as the theory of um, global cooling has been largely uh, discredited, it is not a useful framework for understanding the current or future state of the Earth's climate. Interesting. The scientific consensus is that global warming is the prevailing trend and not global cooling. But there's a large body of evidence from multiple sources, including observations of temperature, ice cover, sea level, and atmospheric composition that indicates that the Earth's climate is warming and that human activities, such as the emission of greenhouse gases, are the primary causes. So the IPCC and other leading scientific organizations have concluded that the current warming trend is very likely due to human influence and that is causing significant impacts on the Earth's ecosystems and human societies. So IPCC and other organizations continue to closely monitor and study the Earth's climate and provide regular updates on their findings and projections for the future. On the other hand, Bjorn Lomborg, is a Danish author and statistician who is known for his views on climate change. Lomborg has been criticized by the scientific community for his claims that global warming is not as significant a problem as it is often portrayed and that other issues such as poverty and disease should be given priority. While Lomborg acknowledges that the Earth's climate is warming, he argues that the impacts of global warming will not be as severe as many scientists predict and that the cost of mitigating and adapting to climate change will be much higher than the benefits. So global cooling as a concept has been largely discredited by the scientific community. The overwhelming body of scientific evidence indicates that the Earth's climate is warming and not cooling. While a cooling trend in some regions or over short time periods may occur due to natural climate variability, the long-term trend is uh, warming, not cooling. So what do you think about global warming versus global cooling? Do you think IPCC and the world is focusing on the right problem? <laughs>